Hello, my name is Anna, and if you're into scary stories and creepy real-life happenings, then I think you will love my podcast. Let me tell you a scary story. Join me every week as I read to you stories of the paranormal that actually happen to ordinary people. These are things that can't be explained and don't always make much sense, and they are sure to intrigue and to give you the shivers. So join me on your favourite podcast listening platform and let me tell you a scary story. homegrown. Join us as we take a drive down dusty back roads and discover the obscure and dark history of this country, human and otherwise, that lurk in your backyard. Episode 47, Virginia. Today we begin by going over some weird Virginia facts. Then James has a story about a group of escaped monkeys at a German zoo. And finally, we discuss the best UFO sightings of 2020. I'm your host, Chris, and join me as always because he has nothing better to do is my boy, James. <laughs> How you doing, brother? Doing good, man. Doing good. Um, I know right. we usually like to start the episodes with a little banter back and forth. But uh, we got a lot to cover today, so why don't we just get right into it? Let's do it, man, because it's going to be brutal. Okay, so let's start off with the facts. I'll, I'll, I'll get the first one. It's haunted locations. There are 170 sites in Virginia that have documented paranormal activity. No part of the state is exempt. Very cool. And there's a lot of places. They have the oldest psychiatric hospital. Old Public Hospital is in Colonial Williamsburg and founded in 1773. Conditions here were far from what you'd find in today's institutions, as patients were not diagnosed by doctors, but rather by jury members. Crazy. Holy That's scary. crap. That is scary. That is super scary. Yeah. And in a weird bit of synchronicity, um, our sister podcast, What the Suck, our Easter episode covered the Bunny Man Massacre, which is a sequel. <laughs> Go check it out now. And uh, another weird fact is the Bunny Man. The Bunny Man is an urban legend that originated from two incidents in Fairfax County, Virginia in 1970, but has been spread throughout the Washington, D.C. and Maryland areas. The legend has many variations. Most involve a man wearing a bunny costume who attacks people with an axe or hatchet. I just imagine Ralphie from Christmas Story doing it. Yeah, no kidding. Most of the stories occur around Colchester Overpass, a southern railway overpass spanning Colchester Road near Clifton, Virginia, sometimes referred to as Bunny Man Bridge. 
Versions of the legend vary in the bunny man's name, motive, weapons, victims, description of the bunny costume, or lack thereof, and sometimes even his possible death. In some accounts, victims' bodies are mutilated. In some variations, the bunny man's ghost or aging specter is said to come out of his place of death each year on Halloween to commemorate his passing. I like him already. <laughs> it's pretty cool. Yep. Abandoned president statues in Williamsburg. President's Park was an attraction in Williamsburg that was short-lived and eventually abandoned. Today, the statues of several U.S. presidents are slowly disintegrating in a field in a way that that is truly eerie. Cool stuff. Cool stuff. Uh. And just a couple of um, (laughs) famous uh, Virginians. Serial killer Henry Lucas was born in Virginia. Yes. And we have our boy, the Flash. Grant Gustin was born in Virginia. Absolutely. And his co... uh, I was going to say co-host, but it's not a co-host. It's a co-star... Jesse L. Martin is also born in Virginia. Nice. And then we have our boy, the main man, the first president of Texas, Sam Houston himself, was born in Virginia and was key to the defeat of Santa Ana's army at uh, San Jacinto, where they dis- where they absolutely obliterated the Mexican army in 18 minutes. 18 and, minutes. And, and Santa Ana was crossed, you know, was caught crossing the border dressed in peasants' clothes. He was trying to sneak back. Uh, this was shortly after the, of course, the famous Alamo battle. Mm-hmm. Uh, those 115 men that died there held up the Mexican army long enough for Sam Houston to get in position, and they laid the smack down on the Mexican army when they came through San Jacinto. I mean, they knocked them flat. So he so, was he was born in Virginia, but he came to the great state of Texas to found our, our great large city. And he did, and like I said, he was the first president of this great state before, you know, when we were a republic of our own. Mm-hmm. So. Oh. All right, man. Well, why don't we go ahead and get into your new story for today? Let's do it. Today's story is brief, but I thought pretty funny because you know me, I like animal stories. Oh, yeah. Always have. They're great. The story is dated April 10th, 2021. So actually on the day we're recording this. Nice. It's also my grandfather's birthday. Oh, cool. My departed, my my late grandfather's birthday. That's right, yeah. Title of the story, Two Dozen Monkeys Escape German Zoo for the Day. Just for the day. (laughs) (laughs) Day trip. Yep, the Barbary Maquis spent the day lolling in the sun near a forest before being recaptured. See, bummer deal, man. They should have kept going. About two dozen monkeys broke out of the southwestern German zoo and spent the day lolling in the sun near a forest at, you know, before being recaptured, authorities said Thursday. The Barbary Maquis, commonly known as Barbary Apes, escaped from a zoo in Laughing... Laufingen, south of Stuttgart, and not so far from the Swiss border. Why not just say they escaped from where they came? They always got to add all this extra <laughs> shit. Yeah, I know. 
It was not entirely clear how they got away. They ran. You know, they're monkeys. They climbed. Yeah. But construction work at the zoo might have been a factor, you think? At least that's what the police said. The primates were spotted roaming the area in a pack, but zoo employees were unable to recapture them and eventually lost track of them. Okay, first of all, monkeys haul ass. They oh, yeah. are fast. Yeah. Even gorillas can move. Oh, yeah. They're scary fast. Yes, they are. A few hours later, they were spotted, recaptured, and returned to their cages without incident, police said. Yeah, I can picture them all in handcuffs. Man, this is bullshit. <laughs> Little tiny handcuffs. <laughs> yep. That's cute. Quote, the animals apparently took advantage of the nice weather and spent the afternoon on the edge of the forest near the zoo, police said. The Barbary Maquis is native to the Atlas Mountains of North Africa and has a small but famous presence across the water in Europe and in the British territory of Gibraltar. The Rock. The Rock. That's pretty much it. Short That's and cool. sweet. Very but short, anytime, very sweet, anytime very animals liberate themselves, I, I dig it. Yeah. So that's not so weird news. That's more refreshing news. You know, I like to hear happy news once in a while. You know, as we still keep recovering from what's been going on in the world and all that, it's always good to hear a funny little story. So. Oh, yeah. I always love but, good animal stories. Yes, sir. That's fun. it. All right, Matt. Well, let's go ahead and get into this uh, very fascinating, very long topic, shall we? Indeed. So 2020 was a big year for Virginia for UFO sightings. 105 sightings were reported to the National UFO Reporting Center, the most in a decade. Every single month in 2020 saw at least eight sightings in the state of Virginia. Yeah. Yeah. Every single month. Wow. I know. I know. It's amazing. But before That's we get awesome. And this ain't even West Virginia. No. Man, wait till we get to West Virginia. Yeah. It's <laughs> not the crazy one. It's, it's, it's the more normal one. Yeah. It's supposed to be anyway. <laughs> But before we get into some of the best sightings of 2020, let's discuss a bit of the amazing history of UFO sightings in Virginia. June 23, 1952. R.A. Marshall Jr. was a former electrical and mechanical engineer who had established an outpost on his DeWindle County farm where he could ob- observe and f- experiment with flying saucers. Marshall claimed he saw his first flying saucer in 1926 before anybody else was really concerned about them, and he had been preoccupied with them ever since. According to Marshall, he had seen three objects that definitely were flying saucers. At 45 years old, Marshall decided to give his undivided attention to sky watching. Marshall never went anywhere without a camera, and in his machine shop, he built models of his own sketches of flying saucers. May 19, 1967, Beverly Bustles and her brother Bruce, students at Takahoe Junior High School, saw something very unusual one night while looking out the window of their Henrico County home. According to the youth, what they saw was an aluminum-colored apparition right out of a science fiction movie. It was complete with lights and sounds. I want to really quickly pay my compliments to completing, to successfully navigating that tongue twister. Beverly Brussels and And her her brother brother Bruce. Bruce. (laughs) (laughs) You did very well, man. I'm surprised because I I wanted to say Brussels, but it's Bustles. I'm glad I got it out the right way, so that's good. You certainly did. (laughs) Uh, Beverly and Bruce's mother said she heard a sound. It was like a whine, like a generator or a turbine. It would start at a real low pitch, then increase in intensity, 
and tone level until it ran out of audible range. Then all of a sudden it would start over again, low, just like that, she said. While her children called for her to come see the unidentified object, Mrs. Bustles did not make it to the window in time. Mimi, the Bustles dog, approached the object and barked at it wildly. A dog across the street joined in. After making a lot of noise, the object rose into the sky and sped away. Mrs. Bustles called neighbors to ask if they had seen or heard anything, but all of them had been watching TV or were otherwise engaged and did not see or hear the object. Losers. That's <laughs> why they call it the, uh, the idiot box, right? Yes, sir. The boob tube. In all, the Bustles estimated they saw the object for 15 to 30 seconds, but heard the sounds for several minutes before. The family consented to tell their story after the National Investigations Committee on Aerial Phenomenon, or NICAP, learned of the incident and called the news leader. Don Berliner, an aviation writer and NICAP official, said that many recent UFO reports described an object hovering low over the roadway and unusual sounds, many of them whining sounds like turbines. June 22, 1967. Lundenberg County residents began digging through their closets for binoculars after a UFO in nearby South Hill on April 22nd left a scorched spot in four depressions on a paved road. The Air Force later classified the sighting as unidentified. Since then, 17 persons have told a Times Dispatch reporter that they sighted something. Most of these describe an object first seen at treetop level that gives off a bright orange glow becomes more intense when it moves at speeds, quote-unquote, like lightning. Mrs. Juanita Stokes is most baffled by the nine horseshoe-shaped tracks that appeared after her sighting last Friday. Wow. June 28, 1967, six days later, the unexplained tracks in the tar appeared again in Lunenburg County. Mrs. Doris Simon reported hearing a terrible roaring sound like a jet at about 10 p.m. Wednesday night. She rushed onto her porch and saw a bright white light through the trees on the opposite side of the road from her home. She also said her television screen went black during the several minutes of the noise. Yesterday morning, she said she discovered two horseshoe-shaped markings in the tar road. Similar sightings were reported in the area. A three-man team from the NICAP in Washington was investigating the incidents. After several warnings, the Sheriff's Department arrested 25 seekers of the lights in a church ceremony and charged them with trespassing. <laughs> Seekers of the light. Damn hippies. October 19, 1973. Mr. and Mrs. Kenneth Hensley of Leon in Madison County have perhaps the most mind-boggling story in the state concerning unidentified flying objects. They were driving when they saw a huge light low at treetop level. It was hovering and we parked there about two hours and watched it. Wow, two hours. That's crazy. You know what? And this is... I hate to keep you know harking back on this. You know, I, we've we've talked about land the Landrum incident here, mm -hmm. Cash Landrum incident. Same kind of object, same height, mm -hmm. same scorch marks on the pavement, kind of stuff. Oh yeah, it's pretty damn neat. Pretty it's, damn it's, neat. And Air Force involvement. A lot of similarities you know, to the Cash Landrum. I know it's crazy. Damn government. Damn government always screwing things up. The light was triangular and had an orange glow. They saw no metal or inner movement. It seemed to go back and forth, Mrs. Hensley said, until it finally faded away. The Hensleys and others saw the UFO for several nights following the first sighting. By the end of the week, a rural mail carrier picked up what looked like a homemade UFO. It measured about 8 feet by 40 inches 
and it looked like two plastic leaf bags joined together and sprayed with aluminum paint and inflated through a valve-like device made of yellow tape. Somebody's faking it. <laughs> <laughs> October 19th, 1987. Tommy Arnold had just made a balloon delivery in her Huggy Bear costume when she saw planes that hovered over the Fort Chiswell truck stop in Queen and King County. Uh, that, that, I love the way they word some of this shit. I, I always hate to giggle in the background, but the Huggy Bear Huggy costume, Bear costume, delivering costume balloons <laughs> and UFOs. I mean, um, it's like, geez, what? Else? How? How you weird know, can you it, get? Absolutely, do mm -hmm. it. Uh, and finally, October 24th, 1989. One night in October 89, Sandy Taylor was driving from Tappahannock to Mechanicsville with her two children in the back seat when they saw something unusual in the sky. It looked like a pretty large star, 10-year-old Matt Taylor said, but it started moving around. Stephanie Taylor, 13, recalled, I saw a bright light in the sky, but then it just followed us all the way home from Tappahannock. I don't know what it was. Mrs. Taylor said this, the thing in the sky unnerved her. At time, it hovered right about the trees. She said, at one point, the object shot up in the air diagonally and met another object like it, she continued. According to a UFO specialist, what the Taylor family was all over Southeast and typical, the objects had been circular and red and hung in the air, hovering over trees and zipping back and forth. Mrs. Taylor said, I feel like I've been in a dream. I wish I'd had my video camera and I wish someone would explain it or admit they saw it too. All right, now let's get into the 2020 sightings. James, why don't you start and us off? And my God, there are so many. Yes, there are. And I only picked the best ones. These aren't even all of them. So now real quick, just to let y'all know, these were pulled directly from the National UFO Reporting Center. We didn't make any, any adjustments. They we just pulled the report and just dropped it off. So this is exactly how it's written on the website. So if any bad grammar or English, excuse our, yeah. Hey, we, it, it ain't us. If it sounds mm. stupid, it's them. It ain't us. It ain't us. All right, go ahead. First sighting, January the 8th. That's Elvis's birthday in Maidens, Virginia. Three quickly moving objects flew very close to each other, then would zoom up or down. They always were in pretty close proximity to each other, but not always directly next to each other. Moving too quickly between locations in the sky to be a plane, the moves were intelligent, orchestrated like they were talking with each other from their craft, similar to objects in June of last year. January 27th, Fishersville, Virginia. The craft was much larger than a helicopter, an oval-shaped gray with spinning colored lights, and followed beside my car. I was traveling from Care Corners in Fishersville, Virginia, to my home in Waynesboro, Virginia. At exactly 10.30 p.m., I was traveling east on U.S. Route 250 near these particular coordinates. I'm not going to read those. When I saw the UFO traveling south almost directly toward my car. At that time, my car was set on cruise control at 53 miles per hour. The UFO was a large oval-shaped sphere with red, blue, green, and bright white lights around the edge of the sphere. The lights appeared to be spinning around the outer edge of the UFO. My estimation is that the UFO was approximately 500 feet in diameter. Good lord! That's huge, yeah. That is. Almost immediately, the UFO was beside the highway, and it made a hard left angle turn to the east, just beyond the power lines that are alongside the north side of the, of the highway. Next, the UFO traveled parallel to my car for approximately one-eighth of a mile. Then, the UFO made a hard right angle turn and came directly above my car. At that point, it just seemed to disappear. I could not see the UFO in any direction. 
I then proceeded to my home and Im immediately wrote down what I saw and witnessed and drew my diagram of the incident. Crazy. February 4th, Arlington, Virginia. I've been to Arlington. Fighter planes chase light over Washington, D.C. area. At 11 p.m. on February 4th, I was awakened to a sound of a fighter plane overhead. I live right next to the Pentagon in a high-rise. I have not heard fighter planes since September 11th. The noises were very loud, rising and falling as the planes went overhead. I stepped out of the 16th floor balcony and could see two faint white lights moving in a circular pattern overhead. I could not see the fighter planes or plane, but could see these lights. One disappeared, but the other moved in a shaped pattern and, a, and circled back. It did not have any other lights on it, just a single white light. I called the local news radio station and reported what I had seen. They said another man from McLean, Virginia, had done the same, seven miles away maybe. I called a friend during the event and he heard the noises as well, but did not see what I saw. I left a message with the Washington Post. Radio station said they would get to the bottom of it. This was the State of the Union address night, so security was high. But the lights I saw were not moving in a normal pattern. Crazy. Boop, beep, boop, boop, boop. Yeah. This is where we got to insert the, the, the boom, you know, the boom, boom. The, boom, boom. Yeah, we got to do the, uh, we got to put the close encounter close encounters, yeah. somewhere. <laughs> I'll leave that up to you. March 14th, Newport News, Virginia. I walked out of my husband's home office door into our backyard. I looked up and saw a very shiny chrome-colored cylinder-shaped object, maybe as long as an 18-wheeler, a couple hundred feet above the trees. It was a sunny, clear day. It wasn't in a real hurry, just going at a steady pace. I saw some kind of a red square or something on the side at the front of some kind of thing sticking out like a flagpole or ro something rotating so fast it was blurred. Though it made no sound, I thought the craft might be a drone or something. It was heading right towards NASA in Hampton, Virginia, which is a straight shot from my backyard 15 minutes away by a car. I ran back to the office and told my husband, who was standing right in there, to come out and look. He looked at me like I was crazy for a second, but then he came right out by the time he saw it from the back, but he definitely saw it. I've been looking up different aircraft, trying to find something like it ever since, and I can't find anything. Wow. I love daytime sightings. Me too. March 26th, Pulaski, Virginia. I was about to go to bed when I looked out a window and saw five white orbs, ugh, orbs, or lights in the distance in the high sky behind my house. These orbs seemed to be transforming from five objects to one, and I went outside for a closer look. After observing this phenomenon for about 10 minutes or so, I turned around to go back in the house and over my shoulder, 50 feet in the air, was a fireball-like orb that moved closer and farther away for at least 15 minutes. Wow. Closer and farther away. March 28th, Lynchburg, Virginia. On the date and approximate time, I was informed by a friend that he and his girlfriend were observing a chevron-shaped object in the sky. I went outside and looked towards Lynchburg Airport and observed two V-22 Ospreys getting ready to land at the airport. I noticed it had become completely silent in our neighborhood, but when I let my dogs outside, they became skittish and refused to come out. I looked toward the north and observed another fairly large chevron-shaped craft with multicolored lights about a mile from the Ospreys. The planes went from going into land to back up and heading towards the craft. 
The Ospreys were heading north to chase the craft, but the object picked up speed and was gone out of sight. I witnessed this for approximately 10 minutes. After this, I started to hear the dogs in our neighborhood bark, and both my dogs were no longer skittish. I spent 13 years in law enforcement, and I have never seen or witnessed anything like this, like what I saw. Interesting. Mm -hmm. March 29th, Williamsburg, Virginia. I was driving when I saw a giant, bright, blue, jellyfish-looking object high in the sky going down until it went behind trees. I was driving when I saw a big, blue, almost jellyfish-looking bright object going down until I couldn't see it anymore because of the trees. The sky wasn't illuminated by it, but it was very bright itself. April 10th, Ashburn, Virginia. At about 9.15 Friday, went outside to the balcony to smoke a cigarette along with my wife. Watched the sky and saw a bright white dot moving very fast in a highly far distance from northwest to towards the east and then disappeared. We noticed another one is moving on the same line in the same direct and disappeared exactly in the same spot as the previous one. We saw another one and another and another. Did not count him, but there were about 20 or so. All the same size, color, and speed. After about 15 minutes, we saw no other one. They were moving in an exact distance from each other. We only saw one that was moving in another line, another direction, but towards the same destination where the others were moving and disappearing. There was an aircraft with flashing lights that we always see flying above us in the sky, but its speed was much slower than the suspicious objects. Cool. April 24th, Richmond, Virginia. I was out back and I heard what I thought was a jet or big plane. The craft came over my house and was lit up from the bottom. Not crazy white lights or anything, but the whole bottom was illuminated. It was also flying in an odd flight path, being that the airport was in a different direction. I have done and will do more research, and the only possible aircraft-wise would be a refueling jet, but they only have lights, one row on each side under the belly. This craft was lit up completely on its underside. Also moving oddly slow. I got a picture of it after it passed and was a bit in the distance because I honestly sat thinking, what the F was that for a bit? I'm not claiming it to be, but I hope maybe you can figure it out. It was shaped body-wise like a big passenger plane, but shorter and wider. I don't recall any wings, just the tail as it passed over and from behind the tail wings and from behind the tail wings look like two capital L's laid down and connected, trying for the visual here. It was all lights all over the bottom. That is what was wild. Okay, so now we're going to April 27th, and there are four sightings on this on the same day. Holy crap! The first one is Colonial Beach, Virginia. Saw six objects flying down the Potomac. Witnessed six small flying objects headed southeast following down the Potomac River to Chesapeake Bay. There was a bright light in the front that almost looked like a flame, looked similar to a flare with a red tint on it. Could not make out any other red or green navigational lights and no strobing flash, no strobe flashing. There was also no engine noise. When we saw them, they were about four to 5,000 feet above the ground. In Chesapeake, Virginia, five lights looked like stars moving south, one behind the other and disappeared in succession was out on the back porch and looked up toward the east. The sky was clear and I saw about five light. They looked exactly like stars moving in a perfect line southbound. 
The lights were perfectly distanced apart, about 20 feet, and appeared extremely high. The lights were moving a bit faster than an airliner would and, and at a cruising altitude. After about 10 seconds, the first light disappeared, and the remaining lights all disappeared in succession at the same spot the first light disappeared. Ooh, that's cool. Entering their portal, perhaps? The area where I live is near Fentless Airfield, which is a landing practice field for the United States Navy. I have been around military aircraft most of my life and know these lights were not any known aircraft, civilian or military. There was no sound at the time. Sweet. Good witness. Williamsburg, Virginia. 40 plus lights detected in the sky traveling at a high rate of speed, straight in a line, no sound detected. There were a string of evenly spaced lights totaling 40 plus as far as the eye could see traveling from 300 degrees west-northwest to 120 degrees east-southeast. Traveling at a high rate of speed, no sound was detected. And I'm liking this. I, I mean, me mm -hmm. and you both, we love us some UFOs, so. Oh, yeah. Ruther Glen, Virginia. Large UFO in Ruther Glen, Virginia. I just saw four star-like lights huh, sounds familiar and a perfect diagonal line ascending in the sky they appeared to be on one large object as they didn't move independently and were in a perfect sequence the exact same distance apart from each other in a perfectly straight line these lights appeared as long as the distance of the big dipper takes up in the sky very big whatever it was there was absolutely no noise they didn't blink it moved at steady pace until the light slowly faded as it went higher up in the sky. Two at a time. Still have goosebumps. This is my first UFO sighting. I am a believer now. May 10th, Virginia Beach, Virginia. A bright orange light without sound traveling through sky more followed the first one. All of them, all of them when it reached a certain point in the sky, went translucent, then disappeared. May 16th, Harrisonburg, Virginia. Orange white ball of light east of Harrisonburg, Virginia, not usually up at this time, but happened to look out my window early in the morning of 516 and noticed a bright orange white object in the sky east from my vantage point in western Virginia. Because of the clouds moving across the sky, the object was in, my, in and out of my view at one point, seen to change shape, almost a rectangular shape, small end up. I could not discern any movement. It seemed to be stationary. This was a very bright light, though, not quite neon. It eventually disappeared or was covered by clouds, though. I did hang around to see if it would reappear. It did not. Okay. June 11th, Mount Jackson, Virginia. I photographed an object outside my home on June 11th at 8.55 p.m. just after sunset. Sunset was 8.39. It was moving faster than a plane, similar to speed to how the ISS moves across the sky heading due north, and it was illuminated and incredibly bright like it was on fire. It never lost its intensity. I saw no tail, but assumed it was my vantage point as it was approaching head on. I was positive I was witnessing a, foot, a fireball until it suddenly took a 90 degree turn eastward and like a cannon shot away. I could track it past the clouds visible in the picture to the left until it absolutely vanished from sight. I am an amateur ISS satellite watcher, so I immediately checked to see what objects were scheduled to make an appearance in my area, and there were none at the time. I also reported it to the American Meteor Society and have checked there periodically and seen no other reports anywhere in my area of similar sightings. It's marked as an invalid sighting. 
I'm still amazed and baffled by the immediate turn this object made and the speed at which it flew away. Quick opinion interjection there. When you tell the government anything, of course they're going to say it's an invalid sighting. They're not going to ever verify anybody's UFO sightings. They're just not going to do it. It's, it's pathetic, but that's, you know... It's, yeah, but I'm, I'm sure the American Meteor Society is not a government uh, um, organization. I'm sure you don't it's think independent. so? Well, yeah. No, it's it's definitely independent. There's no government American Meteor Society. They, they, they just have <laughs> NASA. That's what, that's what the government wanted, is NASA. I suppose. All right. June 13th, Fairfax, Virginia. A single point of reflective light moved across the sky. At first glance, appeared to be a plane, but was too small, was too high in the sky, and moved erratically, at some points moving forward rapidly, then coming to a full stop, then moving forward slowly. Some alien teaching his wife how to drive. Or, and or then, a teenager, yeah. Or a teenager, yeah. <laughs> then stopping again, and then rapidly. After it stopped the last time, it sat for a minute, and then, for a lack of a better term, blinked, and then shot off at an incredible speed, seemingly further up into the atmosphere on t until I could no longer see it. June 24th, Rice, Virginia. My wife and I were camping in Rice, Virginia between June 21st and June 24th. Around 8 p.m. on June 23rd, my daughter came running to ask me to come outside and see the, quote, creepy things in the sky, end quote. She, my other daughter, and, and son-in-law were all staring into the sky, pointing at what they were seeing. I looked up and saw multiple lights moving higher than an airplane we saw a little while later. I had my husband and 10-year-old son join us outside to get their opinion. The lights were moving in the same direction at first, but randomly separated. My husband said it could be a meteor shower until some of them stopped and changed direction. Then several more began to appear directly above us as if they were coming from nowhere traveling in the same direction at the same speed, same distance apart from each other. We tried capturing pictures and videos, but the lights didn't appear on camera. After several minutes in the same formation, the objects separated and began traveling in random directions, some disappearing and reappearing, others completely disappearing. None of us have an explanation for what we saw, and it's been on my mind since that night, so I decided to report it. I hope this information is helpful. Now see, I like a good clear report. Mm -hmm. You know, not bit sentences. Went uphill. Saw object. Went behind tree. This, that, and the other. You know what I mean? Scratch my ass. Exactly. July 4th in Mineral, Virginia. After fireworks on Lake Anna, we saw a strange triangle in the sky that made three red circles in a very symmetrical form. The color was flickering between red and white. Then they started moving and more showed up on the right of the triangle. They all moved into a strange rectangular shape. The flickering went to more of a white color. At this point, there were about six to seven of them moving around in no particular shape. Then they just disappeared. Next day, July 5th, Virginia Beach, Virginia. My husband and I were driving down the interstate in Virginia Beach and we saw what looked like an airplane. I joked with them and said, hey babe, look a UFO. Next thing we knew, it grew smaller within a matter of seconds and it was gone. It got smaller as in it looked like it went further in distance. Also, as soon as it disappeared, my phone stopped working for approximately five minutes. No plane could move that fast. Very strange. That's no kidding. Mm-hmm. July 12th, Chesapeake, Virginia. Me and my girlfriend were in the car driving home after some stargazing when all of a sudden she started saying something to me along the lines of, This is not a star. 
dude, what is that? Look, there's a light just sitting still in the sky. I was the one driving, so I was trying to pay attention to the road, but look at the same time. Now, how the hell you do that? <laughs> I did not see, you know, what? you put the brakes on, you stop, you know. I did not see what she was talking about at first, and then all of a sudden I saw through the trees what she was talking about. A bright, brilliant white light just sitting still in the sky. It was about three miles away, just above the tree line in the distance. I would say it was about a mile high. As soon as I saw what she was talking about, I changed routes to go to the parking lot close by to get a better view of the object. After seeing it, I drove for about 100 feet when all of a sudden it had just vanished. It was clearly not man-made aircraft, clearly not a spotlight, and 100% not a celestial body. July 15th, Virginia Beach, Virginia. I have a video that I would like to share. Two people and a dog were present. The camera video did not capture everything we saw, but it does convey the sense of erratic motion and shapes in the sky. At first, I noticed eccentricities in the movements of what I thought was the moon and a planet and or meteor. I turned my camera on and recorded. I had to move the camera to keep the moon, planet, third object in the frame. 20 seconds into the video, I could not believe what I was seeing and started to doubt it. It was a bizarre motion, zigzagish. And so I repositioned the, and put the camera flat on the ground and had my friend help me keep it steady. At that point, it was very clear that what we were seeing and trying to record was real. I have photos and video recordings that I would like analyzed. I am 31 and have never seen anything so erratic in the sky in my life. The park was Witch Duck Landing Park in Virginia Beach, Virginia. The time was 4.19 a.m. Witch Duck. I like Witch that Duck. name. It's a cool name park. Yeah, it's a cool name. Yes, sir. 7.19, Vienna, Virginia. Background. Retired executive, private pilot for several years. The heat of that day was in the upper 90s. I ride my recumbent trike five to six times a week for health purposes. I waited until dark when it finally dropped into the upper 80s to ride. I rode on the W&OD trail to Riston. On my way back, a fellow cyclist came up beside me and we struck up a conversation as we rode together back to Vienna which is about 10 to 12 miles from the Pentagon. When we go to downtown, we stop for a minute to rest and talk, with the recumbent trike in a resting position. I had a perfect view of the sky. I immediately noticed a bright star-like light, not twinkling. It was sitting still at first, then it started moving. It looked just like a satellite, which I have watched many times. Suddenly it moved very uncharacteristically, very quickly. As I watched, it became very erratic in its movements. I asked my new friend to look at it. He seemed very uninterested. He said, oh, it's just a satellite. I told him it could not be a normal satellite because of its erratic sudden movements and its sudden changes of direction. He looked, but still was disinterested. What a clown. He's, he's part of the government, that's why. The government? That's it's right. Government. He's like, you, I see nothing. I know nothing. He said something like, you don't believe in that stuff, do you? I told him that I do because of past experience, but that I never had witnessed one before. He said that he had to get home, and then he left. He asked would I ride along another two to three miles to my car. He had to continue a few miles further. I said, no, I'd like to watch this light for a while. Another 10 to 15 minutes, which I did. Though it moved most of the time, it seemed to remain in a small area of the sky. As I rode another 15 plus minutes, I would watch it as it still was in the same area. When I got to the trail parking lot, I could not see it for the trees. From there, I drove to my house. The light was just below the 11 o'clock high position in the sky, east to southeast. 
Due to its position, few people would be looking unless on purpose. However, it was at an altitude that made it extremely visible across the metro area, possibly for very long distances. I guess it was in a low Earth orbit. This is the first time I've ever reported anything like this to anyone. I will consider consenting to release my name after a contract is made. <laughs> oh, I ain't signing shit. That's right. Not until you contact me. Hell no. July 22nd, Suffolk, Virginia. Reporting an unidentified flying object, Suffolk, Virginia, July 22nd, to whom it may concern. This morning on a very clear night sky, it was around 4.15 a.m. as I took my dogs outside, just like I have done every morning for many years, and was gazing into the night sky and I saw the North Star. Then I turned and began looking around in the night sky and turned my direction to the western sky and noticed a round, white, blinking object that caught my eye. The more I watched this one object, it was acting so erratic, moving in all directions. My heart began to pump fast and I felt I was seeing an actual UFO. I went inside my home and retrieved my phone and began taking two videos of the sighting. I am 62 years old and have gazed many times over the years in the night sky and have seen shooting stars and in a solar eclipse in 1972, but nothing like what I saw today. I seen it. I'm I telling you, it. darn it. I seen it. I saw that lot. It probed <laughs> me in the butt. 724 from Broadway, Virginia. I was sitting on my neighbor's back porch eating pizza and chit-chatting. I noticed my neighbor was watching something in the sky for a moment, longer than usual. I looked up and saw what she was looking at. It was a light, as high up as an airplane, not blinking or going at usual speed. Color was not odd, not red, blue, or green. It was a yellow or white. It was a little larger than an airplane, but was going twice as fast. It was eye-catching because it was not a satellite but lower on an airplane level, and going at an unusually faster speed. It definitely was not a low airplane or a drone, my neighbor said. What is that? I said with authority, louder voice, and no fear, that is a UFO. The Great Deception. <laughs> I love that line. <laughs> as soon as I said this, it slowed down to half or more speed. Yeah, we heard you, motherfucker. Yeah, that's exactly what like. Wait, wait, what'd you say? Lock, lock, kill heat beams on, on target. Yeah. It slowed down to half or more speed and glowed up to four times its size. Whoa. My neighbor, that means it was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Mm -hmm. My neighbor, daughter, and I felt that it saw us. <laughs> you think? <laughs> it actually felt like it took a picture of us from up so far. Look, humans are... Look, Herb, humans, click. Look you know. at those jackasses. But I love the fact that it slowed down when they when he mouthed off. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the great deception. What? What yeah, you no say, Exactly. <laughs> okay. <laughs> July 26th. Just Virginia. doesn't have an exact city, so just Virginia. Just Virginia. Sleeping outside with the kids around midnight watching the stars, we saw a shimmering object that flew across the whole horizon in seconds. It was in our atmosphere because I saw it going through clouds. It was a clear night, very little clouds, if any. It was traveling smoothly, not zigzagging. I went on our neighborhood website and asked if anyone saw it and asked them to look at their outdoor cameras. Our neighbor found the video on their ring camera. Another neighbor filmed it and two other neighbors reported it. I googled it to see if someone else found a similar event. Someone in the UK in 2015 filmed exactly what we saw. And what he actually. A, what is a ring camera? That's the doorbell cam. Oh. Ring is the brand. Yeah. You caught a UFO on your doorbell cam? Yeah. Wow. That's uh, so else. he actually included a link to a um, website on Chronicle Live 
Um, and we'll include this link in our Facebook post, but it's a diamond shaped UFO that someone caught. So you can check nice. that out after this is posted. Eight two from Woodbridge, Virginia. I went out to walk the dogs and I, st- and it started appearing in a line following each other from the West to the East in a formation at about the same distance from each other. They turned and headed north and back to the west and disappeared. And ran to the north and back and this and that and the other way. <laughs> Ugh, I hate when civilians try to act smart. Try to be all scientific and shit. They were all illuminated in white to a pink color and made no sound at all. At the point that they turned back west, I could see another craft with green blinking lights coming from the north. Higher than the crafts and down to where the craft started turning back toward the west. It was as if directing the other crafts that it was much bigger. Then they all just disappeared. I retired from the Army with 32 years active and reserve, and I have never seen an aircraft like this with no sound at all. August 14th, Virginia Beach. Me and my roommate were outside enjoying the night when I spotted what I thought was a bag floating in the wind. As it got closer, both me and my roommate could only describe it as a pink-brown jellyfish floating in the air as if it was on water. It's the second jellyfish uh, encounter we got from Virginia. Yeah, it sure is. It slowed as we watched it as it changed direction and moved faster and it floated away. Me and my roommate both ran out to the street, but when we got out to the street, it floated a huge distance within seconds. Sweet. Creepy. Do they, do they have jellyfish NATO? I mean, is there a such <laughs> a movie? Uh, no, but they need one. That'd be cool. Filmed on location entirely in Virginia. <laughs> 816 out of Alexandria, Virginia, which I have been to several times. At approximately 2200 hours, I was outside taking my dog to use the bathroom. As I walked outside, I heard what I thought to be an extremely low-flying airplane. As I looked up at the object, it was approximately 100 yards above and was flying at approximately 25 miles per hour. It was not rotating and appeared to be a disc with windows and a blinking green light. What's it with the green lights, man? It was cruising real slow, man. Cool. September 15th, Alexandria, Virginia. I'm not crazy, but we saw something we couldn't identify. That's how it starts. So you know when it starts, I'm not crazy. That means you're crazy. Yeah. Yep. On the evening of September 15th, with my twin sister, 16-year-old nephew, and I were sitting on the deck eating dinner. We looked up and saw a bright light that did not move. My nephew said it was a helicopter, but I said it was stagnant and not moving. Then there was a big, bright burst, and it collapsed into itself and disappeared. Whoa. Just like a just like a hyperspeed scene in a science fiction movie. Sweet. We all looked at each other and said, what did we just see? A few seconds later, we saw it again in the exact same place in the sky. I ran into the house to get my husband, 8-year-old son, 12-year-old daughter, and 13-year-old niece. We all stood watching it in disbelief. My daughter took a picture and video of it on her iPhone 11. Then it disappeared again. I sat outside for another hour watching the same spot in the sky, but it never reappeared. My twin sister and I are both federal officers, and I work for an airline at the airport. We have sat on the deck almost every night for six years at our house. It has a beautiful view of the George Washington Masonic Temple. We live in a close proximity to the White House, so a drone flies over our house every 20 minutes. It has red lights on it. A prison is also near our house, so we see many helicopters fly over our house with searchlights. We are very familiar with how airplanes, helicopters, and drones look. They are always moving, not stagnant, and they all have red lights on them. So, that is why we took notice of a bright burst of light that just suspended in the air with no movement. It was amazing, not scary, but still makes you aware of how small we are on this earth. 
I don't know what it was, but with seven other people who saw it, it had to be something unexplainable. Nice. 916, Charlottesville, Virginia. I was outside in the front of my house at approximately 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Wednesday, 916, when I saw a small reddish-orange object in the southwest night sky. I initially thought it was a planet or star, but it was slowly moving towards the north and getting larger, which appeared to me as seems to be getting closer. I watched it slowly continue to move until it stopped, almost as if directly in front of my view. It's like, hey, here I am. Yeah. It was about the same size as might a pea be if held at arm's length. Man, that's wordplay. <laughs> I got my cell phone camera out and started recording it. It stopped for about 10 seconds, then it doubled in size like a dime at arm's length, without moving. It then slowly moved into a straight line to the north, stopped again, and then got a, got as large as a nickel at arm's length. He likes that measurement for some reason. At that arm's length, damn it. The size changes were like a balloon quickly being blown up by a helium tank. Not instantaneous, it then started to slowly move north as it gradually got smaller. It was at this time that I ran in the house and got my girlfriend out of the shower to come see it. Get your naked ass out here and look at this. <laughs> when she came out, it had moved a lot further to the north, but it was still visible to her. While we watched it slowly fade out as if going behind clouds or something, but it appeared to be a clear night. It then reappeared a tad bit larger than when last seen, but this time it was about a hand's, <laughs> a hand's width <laughs> at arm's length. Here we go again. Further east, when it disappeared, it then disappeared again. I mean, it disappeared, then it disappeared again? Yeah. Okay, he never said it came back. But you nope. know what? We'll just give him the benefit of the doubt. It never seemed to make a sound. I, nor my girlfriend, had ever seen anything like this before in our lives. I was surprisingly not afraid during the whole experience. We've looked at the video footage I captured repeatedly, trying to find an explanation. We've been scouring the internet, trying to shed some light on what it is we may have seen. However, we could only conclude what it was not. It didn't seem possible to be a planet, meteor, comet, satellite, rocket, blimp, airplane, helicopter, drone, lantern, Thanos' ship, or a balloon. Yeah, it he felt... covers the whole gamut. <laughs> it felt and continues to feel like an unforgettable and life-impacting experience. I'm a computer engineer, and my girlfriend is a director of Women's Health Organization. We were not under the influence of any drugs or alcohol, nor do we wear tinfoil hats. <laughs> okay, thanks for that. I liked it. We are now very curious about what we saw and searching for answers. September 21st, Linden, Virginia. Standing on my back steps outside and was looking up at the sky close to where the sun was. The sun was just behind the top of a tree branch and is why I could stare right in the vicinity of the sun. While doing so, I observed countless white orb-like objects. Some were streaking Orbs. by, and some were going very slow. I even seen some intersect each other, stop for a second, and shoot off the other way. I seen it. I After seen it. <laughs> <laughs> After observing that for about 20 minutes with binoculars, I went and got my wife. She also observed the white orbs, but then it got very interesting. While me and my wife were still watching, I seen a darker object, which at first I thought was a bird. I kept watching. <laughs> I kept <laughs> I seen it. I seen it. I kept watching it and I noticed it was moving oddly and in certain movements there were a very bright reflection coming off of it. It became apparent to me it wasn't a bird, so I grabbed my binoculars for a closer look and to my amazement it was in fact a flying saucer in every sense of the word. 
When observed through binoculars, it was a reddish metallic color and clearly a saucer shape with a dome on top, all seamless. Nice. The object was visible for about 30 seconds or so, but I only observed it with binoculars for the last five seconds since I thought it was a bird for the majority of the time. It was truly amazing. There are more oddities to the story, but that is the gist of it. Wow. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I like I like when they get good detail like that. Oh, yeah, I do, too. 923 from Alexandria, Virginia, yet again. I was coming from Maryland on I-495. Ah, I've been on that road. At about 8.40 p.m. or 20.40 hours for you military types. Heading towards Virginia metro area to visit my sister. The sky wasn't completely dark yet, but it was pretty close. It was around the moment National Harbor came into my view that I noticed some small, strange lights over the center of the bridge. Uh-oh. Mm -mm. Three small white lights seemed to be slowly following one another about 50 to 100 feet above the bridge. Do you notice a theme of that? I do. These straight yeah. lines following each other and always in... You know, that's neat. Always in, like, packs. Never. I mean, sometimes yep. they're, in, they're individual, but then they end up being, like, a bunch after that. That is so cool. They were right below the landing path for Reagan National Airport. I actually thought two or more planes were about to crash in midair before I realized all the lights were a part of the same moving craft. Instead of going towards Reagan to land, it drifted lazily from one side of the bridge to the other and eventually began heading towards the Virginia end of the bridge following I-95, the same direction I was going. I actually got pretty close to it, not right under it, but pretty damn close, and could make out a dark triangular silhouette Oh, man, that's nice. Above the bridge's street lamps. The craft had a light on each vertex tip and was about the same size as two SUVs side by side. It was around the same time that my sister called me to get an ETA, and that's how I'm still able to timestamp this whole thing. I'll explain to her what I'm seeing and stay on the phone until I eventually lose sight of the craft around 8.46 p.m. or 20.46 when it seems to take an interest in a different road along I-95, and I pass it. I was too busy driving to get a picture. Man, I would pull the hell over and take a picture. Yeah, Dummy. Seriously. This is That's not the normal. problem this with this stuff. Thing. If you see this, take a damn picture of it. Or video. That's I right. mean, you got everybody's got phones now. Man, that just drives me nuts. I was too busy driving to take a picture. Bullshit. <laughs> I'd pull the hell over and take a damn picture. Man, she had anyway. dinner waiting for her. She was hungry. I know. Oh, well. Other details, the triangle light moved base first with its third vertex tailing behind it. You can tell these are military and intelligence community types. They talk all this, these weird words. I couldn't see any features like helicopter blades, airplane wings, or a cabin-slash-fuselage. I rolled down my window and couldn't hear any aircraft engines either. At one point, the front base lifted as the craft gained some altitude. A meter or two, maybe. And the back vertex dipped down before leveling out with the front, giving me a partial view of the top of the craft and an idea of its dimensions and almost seemed flat. Average speed I followed was about 60 to 70 miles per hour, but the craft was going way slower when I first spotted it. Not to mention it was in some pretty strict airspace with Reagan, Andrews, and DC all right there. Not sure what kind of pilot would have the jurisdiction to fly the way this thing did in such a sensitive area. 2020 was weird. I like that. And Say he's that also again. very correct. The airspace around, I think, within like 100 miles of Washington, D.C. is highly restricted. I mean, yeah. So if anything's anywhere in the near the area, it has to be stealthy. You know, so who knows? I, I really like that that uh, the description of it flying with a flat side forward and the triangle tip behind it. Yep. Normally, 
the triangle at UFOs you hear about are flying with a tip forward and the base behind it. Yeah. So this was this was flying backwards. That's that's that always seemed to be like aerodynamically backwards. Kind of yeah, kind of like yeah, the craft. Kind of like the craft in Independence Day with the big the big thing out front in the, in the big dip. Remember? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So I yeah. don't know. Yeah, it's a cool little feature. That's a cool. That's a cool sighting. All right, October seventeenth, Fredericksburg, Virginia. I was driving on I ninety five with my mother in the passenger seat. I saw bright lights in the sky, sort of low, lower than a plane, but higher than a cell phone tower. The lights weren't moving. I asked my mom, what is that? She thought it was a tower until we got closer and saw it was a craft of some sort. It was hovering and was a triangle shape, but not perfect triangle. It had a point, but the base was not a straight line. It had multiple circle lights on the bottom of the craft, extremely bright white lights. It did not move at all. I wanted to keep looking at it, but since I was on the highway, I had to keep moving. Pull over <laughs> i've been on these roads they have shoulders it's like for god's sakes man i would i would run across a medium and wreck my car to get a picture of something like that you know yeah i know i would too but maybe yeah. people are just too scared they're I just not sure what they're saying maybe they're so. afraid to get probed they don't get probed with the butt <laughs> 1021 virginia beach virginia while driving home in the afternoon, I watched two Navy jets making their approach to Oceana that appeared to be followed by a pencil-shaped object. Jets don't tow pencil-shaped objects. I lost sight of all three over a tree line as they made a turn toward the airbase. Man, that's pretty cool for a UFO to be following two jets. Oh no, you did not shoot that green shit at me. <laughs> oh lord. We apologize for all the, all the Independence Day uh, lines. <laughs> James has a lot of them. Yes, I do. November 2nd, Warrington, Virginia. I was walking the dog on a clear night and noticed the western sky was very bright. I looked up and saw the approach of a large object that had bright white lights completely around its perimeter. It was so bright that I couldn't tell if it was a pentagonal or hexagonal shape, but I believe it was one of those shapes. It was definitely not rectangular, triangle, round, or oblong. What is he, a teacher just going through shapes? Yep. Um, it made no noise as it slowly crossed the sky to the northeast. I observed this from a residential neighborhood about two miles from the Warrington Training Center. Nice. Mm-hmm. Cool. Eleven sixteen from Ashburn. From my second story bedroom window, my wife sees a craft hovering from the window. She stares for about thirty seconds, saying, What the before I get curious. She then tells me a craft is hovering on our soccer field about a hundred yards further than the backyard. We started taking pictures of the three lights showing the shape. A blinker like an aircraft blinking red in the center, which throws me off. Then, as I switched phones to a different setting for better picture, we witnessed the aircraft hover straight down onto the street that hangs above the soccer field goal. I freaked out and didn't want to stop staring as it seemed to sit there like a car, until other cars finally pass and confirm it is there. We ran back out on the deck to take more pictures of it, but it appeared to morph into a car. Uh-oh. Cool. Transformer. Sweet. <laughs> or simply evaporated or disappeared on the landing <laughs> and was never there after touching down. This is the third or fourth time, second with pics and video, so I wanted to write about it after seeing the number of sightings in my area this year. Crazy. Man, one person has that many sightings. That's cool. Freaking Transformer. This is getting sweet, man. Yeah. November 17th, Virginia Beach, Virginia. On November 17th at about 7.01 p.m., I took my dog outside. It was a clear night, windy at about 21.9 miles per hour. <laughs> really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
goddamn military and intelligence community types, I swear. Looking to the south, I saw two stars, and at first, what I thought to be a plane, but through further observation, I knew it wasn't a plane. I'm a veteran, worked in the airline industry, and have hundreds of hours worth of flight time. I've also lived in a military town for most of my life, next to an airbase and civilian airport. This was not an airplane, helicopter, flare, laser, or a drone. I watched as a circular glowing object, making no noise ascend straight up at, the, at a constant speed. I watched the object for a few minutes as it continued to climb, and then it just blacked out or disappeared at a great height. Sweet! That's really cool. I'm liking this stuff, man. We got to go to Virginia. Hell yeah. 12-2 from Richmond, Virginia. What I really want to report are the sounds I heard for a short time while the craft was present. This will be interesting because every one of these other reports so far, there's been no sounds from the craft. That's nice. There was a strange craft that was only a few miles from the treetops, about two miles from me. It had strange flashing lights and kept hovering straight up and down. When it got very high in the sky, it would almost look like it was trying to mask itself by a star, except I could tell the lights were flashing and I had been following it since it was close to the treetops. It kept going up and down and hovering, and my attention was first brought to it by my dog and many other dogs in the neighborhood barking at it. They sainted. Mm -hmm. I do live near naval bases in D.C., so it could have been something military-related. I did see at least one jet, quote-unquote, flying dark above my head with all its lights off except for a blinking red light. I cannot be sure what the aircraft was except that it stayed in the sky for a very long time, but at a much higher altitude to mask itself as a star, maybe. But it's not part of our normal night sky. And how the hell was he, a friggin' astronomer? <laughs> Probably. It seemed that it could mask itself to look like a star if no one really looked at it. I knew that it wasn't any part of the night sky or saw it at a lower altitude like I did. I felt like it might have been a form of camouflage. I take all of that with a grain of salt. What I truly want to report about the incident is that at one point I walked outside and could hear what sounded like whales or dolphins speaking to each other from all around me in the sky. The sounds were not in any pattern or rhythm. Okay, have to make a Star Trek reference. Remember the probe in Star Trek Four? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Here we go. It sounded organic and fluid, and it sounded like a beautiful conversation. It felt like it was all around me, just as if I were underwater listening for the origin of a sound. The best I can describe it is the sound of whales singing songs, but in the sky. That lasted about five minutes. That part was roughly probably about 11 p.m. That would that be is crazy. cool. That would be freaking yeah. cool. That's crazy. The sound of dolphins or, or whales in the sky? Creepy. Yeah. December 12th, Route 66, Virginia. Yes. Driving down the interstate about 3 in the morning, headed towards D.C., there was no one around. I was the only one awake in the car, and it was between the interstate lanes in the median, and it was at the very end of a strip of trees approximately 4,250 feet off the ground, with lights all the way around it. And that is my description from just driving past it and looking back. I cannot think of anything else that would fit the description in the middle of nowhere. There is absolutely no punctuation in this sentence. It all is one long round <laughs> sentence. So well, you read it well, <laughs> sir. Thank you. All right. Last but not least. 1226. Oh, damn. I was hoping there'd be one on Christmas Day. Fortunately not. Because then we could blame it on Santa Claus. They took the day off. so I guess so. All right. 1226 from Chesapeake, Virginia. Early in the morning, today, the 26th, when going to my car, I get my morning coffee. I was able to see a very bright, flashing white light in the western sky. It was extremely bright when blinking, 
but when it wasn't blinking, I could not see anything since it was still dark out. Well, duh. It looked like a very bright, pulsating star. Plus, was about one second on, two seconds off, it seemed. Also, the object didn't move. When I left to get a better view, I saw it one more time on the way to get coffee. Then I lost it as it got brighter out. What happened was, as soon as he got his coffee, he didn't give a shit about anything else and just drank his coffee. That's all it was. I don't care. I got coffee. How do we know he just had... Once you get that coffee, the world's over. That's it. How come we don't... You know, how do we know he didn't just have coffee brain, you know, distracting me, seeing shit? Yeah, he's having hallucinations that he had his caffeine yet. It happens to the best of us, you know? Now, that being all said, all this in one year and generally the same vicinities, man, I'm telling you, that's incredible, man. That is incredible. And again... This was not all 105 sightings that year. This was just the best ones that I could find for each month. So Holy there were more. God almighty. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad we didn't have to read 105. We'd have never got through this. <laughs> I could, I I know, could barely but... read like the 20 I had. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that, I mean, 2020 was a crazy year for, for Virginia. I mean, just that is a ton of sightings for such a small state. Absolutely. You know? Yes, sir. All right, bud. Well, uh, why don't you tell the folks at home where they can find us uh, when we're not looking for UFOs? Well, if you're not looking for UFOs, but you are looking for us, you can find us on any podcast platform. We are on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Podbean, you name it, we're there. We're on. We also have a YouTube channel with all of our episodes. Mm-hmm. We are currently up to date. So if you're a YouTuber and prefer that, uh, please go there and like and subscribe if you would. And we'd like to remind everybody we also have a Patreon page. Uh, patreon.com forward slash state of fear. If you'd like to support the show, we have three very affordable levels. Uh, just go there and check it out. We also have a T public store. If you'd like to buy merchandise for any reason, get a t-shirt or something like, uh, just go to tpublic.com, search state of fear and we're there. All righty, bud. Well, this was uh, a lot of fun. I enjoyed reading all the different UFO sightings. I um, freaking love cool. I like that there were two. I like that there were two jellyfish sightings that year. Yes. That's really cool. And we had... I love... I mean, we had the sound. We had the different colored lights. We have shapes. We have all kinds of different things. Yeah. I mean, there's a wide variety of things they saw. So, I mean, either they're 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 being visited because of all of the uh, government, government and government. military uh, places there, or a lot of people in Virginia are all smoking the same hash. Or Mr. Or Mr. Lazar might have been telling the truth. Or he's a full of shit. But <laughs> for more on that, go check out our crossover with Beyond the Terrestrial. Yes. Where we debated the Bob Lazar story. But anyway, until then, uh, I'm ready to get on to the next state and see what the topic is. How about you, James? I don't know, man. I kind of want to stay in Virginia. <laughs> well, these UFOs. But you know what? We do need to get on down the road. So what do you say we do that? All right, man. Let's do that. All right, guys. We'll see you in the next state. Take care, everybody.
With equipment breakdown coverage from American Family Insurance, you can protect all the things that keep your dream home running from sudden mechanical or electrical issues. Because this sound shouldn't mean... Contact your local agent or visit AmFam.com to learn more. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Refer to policy for equipment breakdown, covered losses, deductible limitations, and exclusions. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, SI, and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Products not available in every state. With equipment breakdown coverage from American Family Insurance, you can protect all the things that keep your dream home running from sudden mechanical or electrical issues. Because this sound shouldn't mean... Contact your local agent or visit AmFam.com to learn more. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Refer to policy for equipment breakdown, covered losses, deductible limitations, and exclusions. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Products not available in every state.